Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Another week, amen. God has graced us to be here. We hope all is well. Amen. Amen. Look, he's just going to talk a little bit today, y'all. He's just kind of looking at me. <laughs> we hope all is well. We hope you've had a good week. Amen. Uh, let us know how you're doing in the comments, wherever you're hearing this. I'm sure that uh, there is a way for you to communicate with us. Um, I'm having a good day. How about you this Friday morning? Having a wonderful day. Wonderful Amen. Day. So, um, I can already tell y'all, my husband, he can kind of, he might be a little quiet. Because he kind of just looking at me. <laughs> Anyways, um, we are picking up at um, Ecclesiastes 3 and 6. This is where we left off last week. And um, we're going to be talking about, um, within the life cycle, we're going to be talking about a time to get, a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away. Michael, what are your thoughts? You know, when I when I see the first part when it says the time to get, you know, it, it puts me in the mind that, you know, it's a time that we have to can receive something, but it's also a time that we gotta pass it off mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. somebody else. Whether it's um it's somebody that we meet in the street or our kids or somebody else connected to our circle mm. okay okay well um well I think you know uh, of course this uh, this is uh, like symbolic of you know accepting the fact that ain't everything gonna be the way we want it we're gonna have to let things go even when we don't want to you know what I mean um and we have to be all right with that you know, that's just a part of the process. We have to be all right with um, letting things go because that's just the way it is. It's unfortunately, it's not that it's not always comfortable, right? But we have to do it. You know. Um, what about you? What is your thoughts when you think about uh, a time to get? We love to get. You know, especially like income taxes for those of us who who do well when it's time to get those back. And, you know, whenever we get money, we get excited, right? Mm-hmm. You know? See, I told y'all, did I tell you he's going to be sitting there looking <laughs> at me quiet like he don't know what to say. <laughs> I told y'all, I told you. When you think about getting, when I think about getting, I think about gain. Amen. And, um... In gaining, you know, you have to realize that you're going to lose, too. You know, um, on all different types of levels. When it comes down to getting and gaining. Uh, getting or gaining, however you want to say it. Um, you got to also, you got to, it's kind of like taking the good with the bad. You have to know that in getting things being good, it's going to have times where it's going to be bad, too. Um, an example, I'm trying to think of an example of of getting, uh, of course, I just said income taxes, uh, 
What do you get that makes you happy? What do you get, Michael, that makes you happy? It makes me happy when I when I get a fish when I when I'm out there fishing on the bank. It makes me, you know, joyful. But then at at times, you know, I know that if I don't want to clean it, I gotta let it go. <laughs> I gotta put it back in the wild. Let it let it go. And, and when I see that thing about a time to to get and a time to lose, the first thing that puts my mind it's a temporary cycle. Mm-hmm. That you know everything we get doesn't mean that we got we can hold on to it for eternity. Mm-hmm. You know, like when we when we leave this earth, we know that we can't take nothing that we have in the physical realm with us. Mm-hmm. The only thing we can take with us is a thing that's in the spiritual realm, which is our spirit, our soul. That's right. That's right. Um, for me, you know, of course. You know, everybody likes, I've said this, I feel like I've said this over and over again, but everybody likes to get, um, for me, I'm just kind of like, I try to keep a mind that just like I get, I'm going to lose things. I'm going to have to be willing to let things go. And I think that when you're willing to let it go, it's not so attached to, attached to you that you're willing to get let it go. When it, it, when it does go, it's not as hard to let go. It makes it easier to let things go when you uh, decide mentally, I'm not going to attach myself to it. You know what I mean? You heard somebody say, uh, don't put all your bad eggs in one mm-hmm. in one basket. You know what I mean? They say that because you can get so attached to things, not only things, but people that there's room for nothing else. It's, it's almost like, like having stuff that's gathered all together that you get so overwhelmed of what you got as soon as that one thing get misplaced mm-hmm. you running around panicking pulling your hair out and and blaming other people for stuff that you think that's been taken but you just misplaced it mm-hmm. that's how hoarders become hoarders because they don't want to let something or someone go. And so they hold on to every little thing. And then it becomes uh, an addiction. Uh, it becomes addiction that has to be fed. Uh, when you're talking about addiction, addiction is something that, look, once it becomes attached to you so much so, you have to feed that addiction. You know what I mean? And so you have to continue to get, 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 get. Because if not... That addiction, whatever it may be, whether it's hoarding or drugs or alcohol, uh, sex, money, whatever it is, if you don't get it, it's like mentally, emotionally, physically, you undergo this attack that says, I'm going to die without this thing. But really, that look, that's the mental sense of it. That's the mental thought. I'm going to die if I don't have this. Mm-hmm. That's the manipulation that the enemy brings. It says, if you don't have this thing, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. It's going to kill you to not have this thing. But when you're walking with Jesus, amen, and he's guiding you into what he's saying that you got to let go of, it makes the intensity of it. It makes uh, all of the suffering and the pain that you endure in letting it go. It makes it worth it because you are truly free free indeed Mm -hmm. amen 
And, you know, when, when it comes to those things like hoarding or drug or sex or money, it's pretty much you're bur- being buried alive in your own mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely. We've seen, we've all seen TV shows. Uh, we're talking about especially hoarding, buried alive. I mean, because they have so many things. And um, some, 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 some hoarders are neatly, neat hoarders. They have so much stuff, and they have certain things in certain places, and they know where it is. And they don't realize that you can get so much stuff that, and I'm talking about a water, they can get so much stuff that if anything falls out of place, they're buried alive. It can kill them. Mm-hmm. You know? And then they are open for attack from critters and roaches and uh, mold and all these different things, and they don't realize that... All of this stuff that they're gaining, it's killing them. You know, I think that we, when we get notoriety and fame and fortune, that can kill us as well because we lose sight of who we are. That's why. That's why I was making a statement about being buried alive in our own mess because we're we're consumed with so much stuff that, like you said, when when one thing's out of order, we go crazy. We go frantic, mm-hmm. like. Oh, no, no. Oh, where's this at? Where's this at? Where's this at? Where's this at? But the whole time it's sitting right there in our face, mm-hmm. but we got so much consumed by it, it's killing us. Mm-hmm. It's actually burying us alive. It's not our time to go, but we got so much stuff that the stuff that we have, okay, what if you got stuff that's stacked all the way up to your ceiling and you go and grab one thing, you reaching for something, one thing in particular, but it got so much mess on top of it that you grab it and it falls right on top of you. Mm-hmm. And you take you, you kind of take that take that thought and shift it a little bit and when it comes down to um, knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get so much knowledge and then you become puffed up in yourself. You know what I mean? So it happens very easily happens in in preachers and teachers. And get all of these, all of this knowledge and all of these doctorate degrees and this, that, and the other. They have all this knowledge, but they have no understanding. When the Bible specifically, it says, in all of your getting in regard to knowledge, get understanding. Get the understanding why. Why do I need to have all of these things? Why do I need to be validated by people? Why is it that... I'm only happy happy when I'm with someone or this particular person. Why can't I uh, be alone? You know what I mean? We have so many things going on in our mind and our heart when it comes down to gain. I'm talking now. I'm talking about knowledge-wise because oftentimes we get all of this knowledge in whatever area, to try to prove ourselves to people. And then, guess who's last on the list? Who's last on the list? God. Absolutely. God is last on the list. You know what I mean? They're last and, and, and because God becomes last on the list, that's how people are becoming religious nuts. They are moving with what the what society says it ought to look like. 
You know what I mean? And, and it's no longer, nobody's asking, well, why do I need to go to this service? Well, why do I need to give 10%? Well, why why do I need to uh, fast? Why? Now, nobody's asking why. Everybody's just doing what's politically correct. What's politically correct in the church. Nobody's asking why. And I believe that, no, not, not, not that I believe. I know that when you start to ask why, it's then when you can be intentional about what you're doing. Because I know why I'm paying my 10%. Okay, well, he said that's the least that I can do. You know what I mean? He said that's the least that I can do. I, 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 are you willing to let go of what you think that you need? And that, I mean, that that's a shift right on to a time to lose or a time to cast away. There is a time that we have to let go of things that we think that we needed to survive. You know, I, I just got a word just now on that knowledge that you just said. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can actually apply it to everything in life, but I'm going to use it on knowledge because it's the way I received it. So much knowledge achieved so much knowledge received being said with so much knowledge never applied will be a knowledge not achieved. Mm. You should say that again slowly. With knowledge, so much knowledge received. Y'all heard it right. He said, with all of the knowledge that you receive, with so much. With so much knowledge being received, if so much knowledge is not applied, is so much knowledge not achieved? Y'all heard it. I hope that you heard it. Did you understand it? Amen. He said, with all of the knowledge that you receive, that knowledge that you receive, if you're not applying it, it because it becomes knowledge that has not been achieved so because you're not applying it to your life then it's just simply knowledge and you're not getting the blessing behind the knowledge amen because again a lot of people take knowledge and they beat people over the head with it i know this you don't i i i got this you don't you know what i mean and that's not that's not the way the relationships are supposed to be built because it's not about us it's really not about us and when we think that it is, Paul says that we, we have to, that's when we have to realize that when we think it's about us, it's almost like we got to pop our own balloon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When we get to the point where we began to look at, look at ourselves and say, yes, yes, I did that thing. Yes. And if you're not careful, that type of attitude can turn into pride and arrogance. And the Lord does not like that. Hey, man, you think you're going somewhere, but you're sitting in neutral position because, look, when you get to that point, it's then when God is almost like God says, wait a minute, hold on. You cannot have my glory. I'll let you think that you're going somewhere, but you're just going around and around in a circle. You're going, but you're still ending up in the same point you started because you got to get past that state of arrogance and pride into a place of humility into a place of humility 
Amen. Humility, humility will let you let things go. Mm -hmm. Amen. Humility will make you understand when I get things, I understand that these things are temporary and they're material. Don't get lost in material materialism. I'm on somebody. Don't get lost in it. Don't go, don't get so hung up on it that you think that you have to have it. And think that you got to keep it. There is a time you got to just let some things go. Because they have been devalued. Oh, come on. Y'all hear that? Did you, you catch mm-hmm. it? Huh? What did it say? What what did it say? He said, they have been devalued. So when you first get it in your hands, it might be valuable. Just like a car. When you go and buy a car off the lot, they charging you fifteen, sixteen thousand. But as soon as you pull it off that lot, look, you ain't even drove it nowhere. You done took it off the parking lot. It done devalued two, three thousand dollars just because you took it off the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Jesus, come on, somebody. So once we get it, yeah, when we get it in our hands, it might be valuable. But once we start to use it, the value drops. When we're talking about material things. You start using your phone that you paid $1,000 for. Look, time you bump it, drop it, hit it, slide it, it's the devalue. It ain't worth that $1,000 no more. As soon as you open the box. It ain't even worth it. You go out the it. store and you open the box. That $1,000 phone might be only like $400. Yeah, yeah. And, the, you know, the thing is, the point. this is the point, is that don't, Get caught up in the things that don't matter. Amen. Your character is what matters. That's why he says you're a diamond in the rough because it ain't an easy thing to let go of things. It ain't an easy thing to attain things. It's not an easy thing to keep things. It's not an easy thing to uh, just sort of let go. It's not easy. It is rough. It's hard. It's dark. It's hot. It's, it, you know, it, it, you get a lot of pressure going on around you when you're in a place where you don't really want to do it. But because uh, you want to please the Lord, his instructions, they sit on an obedient ear, as Proverbs as proverb says, an obedient ear uh, is willing. An obedient ear is willing. They've decided, I'm going to do this. Come hell or high water, whether I want to do it or not, I'm going to do this because it's not about me. Yeah. I mean, that's that's. I think that's the the whole gist of the scripture in Joshua. It says, "For me and my house, mm-hmm. we're going to serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. We're not going to serve." People are these things of these of this world. We're not going to serve man. We're going to serve God through thick and thin, through hell and high water. And that's that's what he's trying to say. Look, we got to stop looking at things of this world as value and value our own character. Because when you leave this earth, and it's 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 not of if it's a win. We all going to leave this earth and we got to understand that we have to get our character straight before God. Mm-hmm. We ain't got to worry about getting our character straight before man because man will sit there and lie to you. God's going to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. He's going to tell you what it is, how it is, whether it's 
make you feel good or make you feel bad because the truth will hurt and the truth will set you free because sometimes you know not every time that that we get in, in the midst of things it's going to be in a comfortable situation mm-hmm. but he'll use that uncomfortable situation to bless you for your for your character mm-hmm. yeah that's the thing we have to hold on to well, that is the thing that we need to keep and make sure we hold on to is our character. Do not let the things of this world compromise what truth is to you. Truth is based out of the word of God. And the only way to be able to recognize a lie when it comes is if you are in the truth. If you are rooted in the word of God. Look, you cannot be rooted in the word of God and not be in his word. Because you cannot have the truth apart from him. That's the thing. See, folks are trying to get the truth without him. They are standing on preachers, pastors, sermons, TV sermons. They're dependent upon the things that are true enough. They are messengers and they are servants true enough god uses those things and those people to represent him but look ain't no nothing like you finding out the truth and revelation for yourself we can give it to you all day long but jesus said look i want to make you fishermen of men he said i can give you fish I could give you what you need to survive. I could give you all these things. But what's going to help you more is when I can teach you how to fish. I can teach you what you need to do in order to get what it is that you need. It's different when you're constantly giving somebody something. Because then they're relying on you to give it to them. And that's what people are. They're relying on the preacher. On the preacher excuse me, y'all. They're relying on the preacher, relying on the pastor, relying on TV, all the messages on TV. They're relying on TikTok. They're relying on social media. They're relying on things outside of the word of God. Because look, the word of God takes too much time. I don't got no time to sit down for hours and hours and read his word. Amen. And see, the beauty of God is that he knows people and he knows where we are he knows amen that we are this generation now is a microwave they want it quick they want it quick and so you have myself and myself and my husband who are people that are sitting down in front of the word of God and giving solid truth sound doctrine that's coming out of the word what we're doing you can follow along with us so you know it is coming and rooted out of the word of God and it's not often that you find spaces like this mm-hmm. and I, I would definitely say you know when you listen to this broadcast pick up the word Yes. Follow, follow with Absolutely. us because yes. I'm gonna tell you there's there's a lot of things I've been hearing and and I said it for myself when I was growing up before I got that true relationship with God that true conviction with God. You go before in in the sub- service and five minutes outside of service, somebody asks you what the message about you say I don't know but he so did preach. Mm-hmm. You're looking at the wrong thing. You need to look at God, not the one that's bringing it. When you see, hear the word, you're supposed to see God. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. You start to see Jesus standing right there as you're just the only one right there with him. He's talking to you. Amen. Amen, y'all. Our time is about to be out. This is good, right? This is good. We pray that you got it. We pray that you got um, a, a, a good, a, a solid picture of the importance of getting, losing, keeping, and casting away. There's a time for it all, and you have got to uh, be willing, be willing uh, to do it God's way. And if you, look, all you have to be is willing. If you're just willing, he will help you along the way in the process of letting it go, getting it the right way. Hallelujah. Keeping it until it's time to cast it away. Amen. Amen. Y'all, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all tuning in this week. That's our time. Amen. So until next week, we are praying for you and we want to ask you to pray for us. Amen. 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 Y'all have a blessed and prosperous week.